Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes, the best Patriots podcast out there. We're coming off a win, so we're feeling fucking great. I am Mike Sullivan with me as always rocking the bucket hat, I believe today. Is, is that what those are called? I'm not good with names. Uh, Sam, Sam Adams, too. Best believe. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Boston as it gets, baby. Exactly. I'm actually going to be in um, New Hampshire in a couple weeks, so I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to get some Sam Adams. I am Let's up get there. Rowdy, for a if week. you got some free time while you're up here, I was just going to say I'm up there for a week, so I'll let you know what's going on. But that Perfect. that's neither here nor there. That's Liam. I'm Mike. We are coming off a win, ladies and gentlemen. Like first I said, season, to start, first of many, first win of the year. Um, I, I, I'm going to drink to that because um, I think I think this was a much needed win. I'm not going to say it was a must win because it was not. It was one of those. One of those got to have it wins, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, love it, got to have it. This was a got to have it. And the Patriots got to have it, and they got to did it. So um, yep. we will obviously be talking about that, a little bit of a preview into next week's game, which I think is going to be a really big test on where the Patriots are currently big against the Ravens. Time. But, Liam, before we um, started recording, I told you that the Patriots have someone in for a visit today. The name kind of intrigued me. It's a player that's been here before. For a position group that is pretty that is pretty set in stone, but they got a couple lingering injuries here and there. Um, you know, they got Anthony Jennings, linebacker, who was a healthy scratch in the first game. Um, you had what's his name? Bentley got some sort of lingering back issue there. Um, the Patriots had none other. This would be his fourth stint if he signed Jamie Collins in the building. That's exactly what I was hoping. Fuck yeah. Jamie. Collins. Now I was hoping it was Dante Hightower. Realistically, I was thinking it was Jamie Collins. So thoughts on that? How do you how do you feel about Jamie? Because he's in for a visit. I mean, they don't have to work him out. I'm assuming it's one of those of things course. where it's yeah, like yeah. if you're good, you're coming they in. How do you him, feel? Like, are you in Patriot shape? And he'll be yes or no. Yep. Yeah. Um. Good. What did you say? It's his fourth stint. This would be his fourth because he was here the one the first time. Came back yep. again. Left. Came back again last year. And now he and now this would be his fourth sin. Did he come back twice already? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell you kind of go over how you feel about Jamie Collins. Yeah, right now. I mean, this is this is Patriots history right here. This is my guy. We loved him last year when he came on. I wasn't blown away by his performance last year, but it wasn't bad. He's somebody who knows the system, can come right in. Like you said, we're pretty well set at the position. Josh Uche has been slaying, slaying that rock. Playing really well. Love it. Really well. Depth is depth. Linebackers, Mm -hmm. the most volatile. It's going to be a lot of hits, a lot of revolving doors going through as most teams would in the linebacker position. Why the hell not? At least leave them on the back burner. Say, hey, we like you. We're interested in you. Mm -hmm. If, you know, so-and-so goes down, we're coming for you. So keep working out. Be ready. It might not ever happen. But maybe it'll happen in week eight. Maybe it'll happen in week 11. We might need you. Hell, it might happen the first week of the playoffs. Like, we might just. You never know. Last second. And they're like, the defensive system hasn't changed. The offense is completely new, bare bones. Mm -hmm. Defense, still the same. Bill's still here, running the same show. So you can step in, no problem. It's, It's an easy fix. He was here in 2013 to 2016, left, went to the Browns, came back in 2019. Went to the Lions, came back last season. So that he is technically holy he shit. is a free agent now. So technically, this would be his fourth stint, even though he didn't go to another team before coming back here for the fourth time. So it would wow. be his fourth time signing here if he did sign. That's obscene. Um, 
I, I, I always so. forget about the Lions years or the Lions yeah. year. I like I, I remember the Browns one because that I was the too, first yeah. time I sent him away. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way you do, where it's it's interesting they brought him in this week, though, because you're going up against Lamar Jackson. So you want speed. I mean, you have Mac Wilson, who we'll talk about yep. him, I'm sure, in a little bit. Mac Wilson has been a very good signing. He's a quick linebacker, but you know, Uche is a little quick. No one is really the speedster there. No. Like having Jamie Collins would be cool, you know, just because you can kind of plug him in this one he's game. Crazy. It's one of those things. The length, the speed, he's everything you he's need. Athletic is, it's one of those things where you sign him and you don't even have to ha- just put him out there and say, hey, you are going to spy Lamar Jackson yes. all night. I wonder all if night. this is a thing, like you said, like because it's Ravens week, they're preparing. They're like, we're not going to sign you yet. We're going to see how this week goes. If all of our linebackers get roasted by his speed, we're going to assign you and use you against other quarterbacks that can run like Kyler, Kyler Murray or anyone yeah. else who we might face. Yeah. I don't think Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Sort of, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah no. I like to think Mac Wilson can chase down Aaron Rodgers. No, we play the Cardinals. Uh, we play the Cardinals after the bye. I believe. So it would oh, be, okay. yeah, it'd be them. Uh, even the more reason. Josh yes, Allen. Yeah, I didn't think we did. Josh having him Allen, in there definitely. for Josh Allen. I no, mean, although it didn't work last year, but still, he Josh Allen didn't run for any touchdowns on us. We'll say you that. We need to talk about last year. I yep. think that it would it would be an interesting signing. I think yep. you know not because you do have the like the lingering injury with um, Jawan Bentley. It's nothing crazy, I guess, but yeah. he does have some little back injury. That's there. exactly the point, and that's not going to get better because every play a linebacker has to hit. It's like if an offensive lineman has a lingering injury, that's not going to be healed because no. every play you are colliding with somebody your size. Quite literally every single play. And, and Bentley did uh, come out of the Steelers game, but he did end up coming back in the fourth quarter yes. and he, he played well. So I don't think he'll miss any time, but I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of put Collins in there to give him a couple, you know, rest here and there spell, you know, what's going on. But I don't know. I think it's the, uh, the Jimmy G insurance policy. Trey Lance goes down. We got a guy who knows the system. Bentley goes down. We got a guy who knows this. You got someone. By the way, props to Jimmy G. I'm happy. I like seeing him do well. Um, I, I, he got a lot of weird hate, hatred for some reason. And I kind of get it because he did kind of blow that one pass in the Super Bowl that could have won them the game. He's a little injury prone here and there, but other than that, he, he gets a lot of weird hate. I don't, I don't 49ers fans hate him. And it's like, if he was on, you know, the dolphins or the jets, or the Jaguars, or any of these QB latent teams, they'd love the guy. Like they'd be like, sign him to a four-year extension. We can work with this. He's at least gonna win us games because the 49ers, you know, they won fucking three Super Bowls back in the nineties. They're like, all right, this isn't gonna work for us. Yeah, like they think that. I'll tell you this much: if Jimmy G was on the Colts, maybe they'd have. Uh, if Jimmy G was on the Colts, they'd have a great team. Although if Jimmy G was on, I, Ryan is eating shit. If Jimmy G was on the Titans, maybe the Titans would have more yep. than zero wins. If Jimmy exactly. G was on the Browns, <laughs> yeah. maybe they'd have more than zero wins. I won't yep. say if Jimmy G was on the Bengals, because I do think that Joe Burrow is yeah, much better bucks. than Jimmy G. Just his O-line is, is shit. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, though, just a quick starting off point. We'll kind of have to see that. where that goes. I, I would that. love for it to happen. Still I don't no know. news on uh, Dante? Nothing. There is nothing on Crickets. Dante Hightower. <sighs> nothing at all every time before we record i search his name in twitter i just type it in in google to see what news comes up there is like the sarah mclaughlin song from the sad dog commercials you're like dante hightower news nothing you just kind of sink your head that's where it is i expect to go in there and have someone be like oh 
might have some news on a, yeah. a certain 54 linebacker. No, like nothing. Lions looking to sign Dante Hightower. Nothing. Anything. Yeah. Nobody wants him. So that leads me to believe that he's like pseudo retired. He has to be because he's he's too smart. He's too good at what he does to do that. So it has to be one of those things where he's retired unless the Patriots call. Um, uh, damn devastating. One more thing on the Jamie Collins thing. Yes. Is there any other team in sports history or football history that let a player leave, bring him back, let a player leave, bring him back like the Patriots do? I mean, Brian Hoyer, Jamie Collins. Uh, there's definitely more. Brandon Bolden uh, left and came back. Yep, Brandon Bolden again. a million times. Um, yep. Um, I know there's been Patrick more Chung often. left and came back only Pat once Chung, though. Yep. yep. Um, like the Patriots are literally like the most player friendly franchise where they're like, go get your money, go get whatever success you think you can get yep. with another team, and when you don't, we'll be right here, arms open. Like, come back, buddy. come right on back. People you say want, that Belichick is a be part of something. Yeah. They keep coming back. Yes. It's weird. It, it, it's weird. It's He's so such a crazy dickhead, but they keep choosing to come back here. Very yep. strange to me. Yep. Yep. Very strange. But um, yeah, I would I would love that reunion. Um, yeah, give me give time. me a four Pete with Jamie Collins. Uh oh. it, it, if anything, all it does is add a quality depth piece. Yeah. Who's who's quick and who's in yeah. like there's no so. criticism besides like he's a little older, but we're not expecting yeah. him to start at the linebacker. Exactly. Position. You're not going to have to plug him in and expect him to play like, you know, Jawan Bentley or Uche yeah. or anything like that. You're going to plug him in. No, no. no he, I mean, remember when he signed last year, there were games where he just didn't play. So, yep. I mean, there's going to be games where, you know, it's, it's, Hey, you know, well, we need you to play 10 snaps or a dozen yeah. snaps or something like that. But when you're in there play, just make sure Lamar Jackson, make sure Allen Rogers, whoever doesn't, yep. you know, escape or anything. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. I like it. I don't care. I, I don't think it's going to break the bank. The Patriots have just under 3 million in cap space anyway. Yeah, so I'm no. not worried. They'd offer anything the about that. Minimum. Yeah. And he would take it because he doesn't have a job yeah. right now. So um, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Jamie Collins, come on back. I don't know what number he's going to wear, um, but I, um, I'm open to it. Uh, t- this episode, by the way, episode 49, this is the Joe Cardona episode. Ooh, Long snapper from man. Navy, still on the team. Uh, I had to check for some reason. I wasn't, I, I thought that maybe he- I thought he was last. I, was, I thought he was number 48. I thought, I thought he had, no, 48 was, um, yeah, I know, was, uh, linebacker, right? I think, I forget yeah. who. I forget who, but I it, mean, we it, did Tully Bantacane last time, but we have a current 48 too. I yeah. Think. There's a current one. I don't, um, Oh, the dusty uh, Jahai, number. Jahai, Tavai, uh, July, Tavai. Tavai, whatever. I, I forget how to say <laughs> yeah, this. Tavai, yeah, Either way, three. this is the Joe yep. Cardona Navy's own. Um, the, and I don't, let's just get into Beat the, Army, the Patriots one. I'm pumped. I'm happy. Uh, 17 to 14. Uh, the score ended up being close. It, it was a pretty close game, I think, um, going into it. I feel like we should start where pretty much we started all the time last year. Um, Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones stats. I just had them here. They're not. Um, they weren't. They weren't great. Um, but it, it was still a win. I know he had one touchdown, one pick. Yeah. Uh, let me pull them up here. Mac Jones stats. All right, Mr. Jones, 252 yards, a touchdown and a pick. So, I mean, solid game. I mean, I don't, you know, but, but I will say, I told you during the game that I had a hot take this game. And I, I don't even know if I know how hot it is. This was Mac's worst game as a pro. 
I would say. Um, he had, I had a couple plays that stuck out to me. Um, there was one play he had, um, he had little Jordan Humphrey streaking down the middle wide open. Um, just didn't see him completely missed him. I don't even know what happened on the play. It would, doesn't matter. Cause it would have been a touchdown if he hit him. Um, there was another one on that third down when he was trying to force it to, um, John new Smith, when uh, he kind of got like toppled over a ball, you had Jacoby Myers in the flat. Would have been an easy first down there. And then there was obviously the pick that he threw right to Sutton. Thank God the Steelers dropped it because the Pats went down and scored on that drive. Ended up being the game-winning score. Um, just I, I saw people on Twitter, on Twitter freaking out saying that, you know, sure, the Patriots won, but I'm alarmed that it seems like Mac is regressing with his decision-making. And when you, when you say big-worded statements like that, He's pre- he's regressing with his decision making. Yep. I don't think that's necessarily it at all. Um, I, I think he just he's a second year quarterback who is playing with players who he's playing with for the second year in a row. I think this is just growing pains. I mean, it may seem like a cop out thing, but I would just I would just chalk it up to that. I'm not worried. He, everything seems to be going the way it should be. Um I don't know if you're worried at all, but I I'm still all in on Mac Jones. I see people asking if he is the guy, shut the fuck up. Like you're talking about two games into the year after the Patriots won a game. It's a very weird thing. Um, what did you think of Mac Jones's game? Are you nervous at all? Or did you just, you know, you're just along for the, for the growing ride. Like I am. First of all, you are such a punk ass. I came into this thinking I was going to break ground. One of my notes is Mac looks sus. I was expecting you, you said, to come huh? here casual, <laughs> like your usual gung ho. You guys are wrong. I didn't see any problems. He's developing, which, you know, a lot, you're kind of along the lines there where you're not entirely worried about it, but you recognize yeah. this wasn't a good game. Yeah, it was I, not I a great game. Down. It wasn't like no. he looked not great. And like, if Nelson Aguilar doesn't make that play down the sideline, then he would look even worse. He has yep. no connection with Devontae Parker, it seems like. None. 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 And, and Parker said it out. I was there too. at camp. He was slinging the rock to him and mm-hmm. killing it all throughout camp. It has just fizzled out in game action. I have no idea what happened because we paid and traded good fucking value for Devontae Parker. Not that it was a, a hefty giveaway or anything to get him no, but. but still you traded away i mean you, yeah. you still went out and got him and you can see that on. i think it was like the comeback route it's like the plays yeah. are there they're just off by like by, by like inches and that's and, why like I, like i want to give it time i want it to yes, happen and that's now. the thing i think it's a continuity issue where it's only yeah. the second game and overall with max like you said the development like I wrote down, looked suspect. I think it was mm-hmm. eight twelve left in the fourth. He forces a ball into double coverage to John U. Smith to try and convert on like third and two, and it gets broken up. And I'm like, that's Dude. the one I was talking about where Jacoby yeah. Myers, if you watch, he is in the flat, yes, open, wide yeah, open. He runs the Edelman route and gets outside. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, wide open. What What are you looking at? Like I get it, Johnny Smith's big body. I bet he's hoping he could box them out. I, I'm not going to trust you can my see guy. on that play when they show because I was like the, uh, someone I forget who one of the reporters posted like stills of the play as it was happening when yeah. Mac is like winding up to let go the the uh, DB that ends up falling off and like almost jumping on John U. Smith's John U. Smith's back was running up the field next to him with the, with another receiver. So I, I think he just 
it's almost like he did it too late or too early or like yeah. he would have just waited he predicted a split second. The, the way he was predicting it wasn't he was trying to see the play as it developed earlier than it actually happened yeah. and i get it you win some you lose some mm-hmm. it, that's why i don't look at interceptions for the most part and go wow this guy didn't throw any interceptions that's crazy no i think you should throw interceptions i think it's good for you you take the risks and whatnot mm-hmm. unless you're aaron Rodgers, you throw three picks every year or a pick every year then it's unbelievable and all. aaron yeah. yeah then he shouldn't throw picks because he's just jesus and tom brady i don't think tom brady should throw him either but he's still puts risk out there mm-hmm. mac jones pick though to minka fitzpatrick was ugly that was dumb that's a huge great. no-no one of my favorite sound bites all time of the patriots is uh I, I don't know even what season it's from but uh belichick's sitting in his office and he's looking at film of ed reed and he goes we can't even throw to him whatever side ed's on you don't throw that way yep. he goes we absolutely have to know where Ed Reed is at all times. And then in that following game, Ed Reed gets a pick off a deflection, takes yeah. it back to the house. I think it was a playoff game. And Bill's on the sidelines like, Jesus Christ, this is what we're talking about. He's flipping out. And Minka Fitzpatrick is obviously not in the same. He's really good, Ed, though. But he is the best safety in the league right now. Really good. Second. He had a pick six last week. Yep. Ha- gets another pick on us this week. It's a dumb hang over the middle pass like that where he's patrolling the deep middle unless he is wide open and you know you can push the ball over the safety in the corner. Don't make that throw. The best safety in the league undercut it. And that sucked. That's a huge momentum killer. Yep. Jalen Mills gets a pick two plays before then gives us I the know. ball. Uh, and it, it was, it was right. It's deflating and stuff like that. You're like, that's dumb. Because Bill, yep. it's Bill's fault for letting him do that. Bill should be like the Ed Reed treatment. Don't throw it anywhere that mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick is. Take yeah. the short routes all day, death by a thousand cuts. Don't throw it toward him. But it's also Mac's fault. They should both be on the same page. And Mac should know. Can't go anywhere near 39. No, no. And he should not be. Him and Fitzpatrick were on the same team, I believe, in Alabama. Or or, or I think uh, Fitzpatrick was came it? from Alabama or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he did come yeah. from yeah. Oh my God, they might. Yeah, have so it was one of the things where like they had Holy they because because they asked Fitzpatrick about Mac Jones and vice versa and like how they talked about each other it was like oh you know Alabama guy like he's nice he's good he's good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Mac Fitzpatrick's really good you can't throw those stupid ass passes yeah. that was a, that, that was one of those ones it was just he it, it, don't get me wrong Mac still had a lot of great plays good throws to Jacoby Myers I mean Jesus yep. there were some oh, like, yeah. really tight window I don't want to diminish the the good throws that they were no. there were a few no but I but. think I think we're past the point where we we're coming at any sort of criticism or anything that we give Mac Jones or the Patriots as a whole it's not coming from from the pessimist side which a lot of the fans and media are where it's like I'm saying this because I don't think the team is good and this is why I feel like we criticize it because it's like yeah it, it's just what we see. Like, don't at the end of the day, I'm still ride or die. I'd kill for Matt Jones. I'd kill for this team. Yeah. Just, you can choose one thing without diminishing the other option. We can exactly. say he made a lot of mistakes. It doesn't mean the good mistakes he made weren't that good. It's like if yeah. I say, and I do say Terrell Owens is the greatest receiver ever. Doesn't mean Randy Moss sucked. Doesn't mean Jerry Rice sucked. No, I'm 100% right. But it just means Terrell Owens is the greatest receiver I've ever laid eyes on. And that's you, how it yes, goes. You don't eyes. need to choose. You don't need to choose one over the other, you know, exactly different strokes, different folks, but yeah, I don't know the whole thing. Like 
with Mac. That was my big thing on here. I was like, he looks suspect in this game. And TJ Watt wasn't even there to pressure him. The pressure they were bringing isn't that elite of a pass rush. So I'm like, what the fuck do we do if we play like, uh, I don't know, who's an elite pass rush in the league now? The like Bills, the honestly, the, yeah, the, the, Bills. Viking, the so I, I you almost have to not. And again, I'm not. God, I hate this. Why I hate the first few weeks of the year. I'm assuming that the O-line is going to get a little bit better. The O-line has been pretty good, better than they've yeah. been at this point in the year and other seasons. But I feel like once you get the connection down with that, like Devonte Parker connection, once that's down, it just, the yeah. the the little things it's just like the Mac is Max rushing it a little bit. And I think he is smart enough. He's good enough to eventually stop doing that. I mean, it, there's, there's nothing I saw last year or from him anyway, that makes me think he can't do that. Cause when yeah. he, when he does, you know, have time when he's convicted, when he throws, he's normally when he's on, he's on. Very good. Yeah. And it's just as a second year quarterback, when he's off, he's off. Yeah. No shit. He's going to have his stumbling blocks and all that. I think, yeah. I think him, the connection with Parker, when that comes into play, that's going to be awesome. I'm very excited to see when Tyquan Thornton comes back um, yes. to add this, to add that speed. When you have him and Nelly, fuck it, Nelly. We'll talk about him in a second. When you have him and Nelly on the side, you got Parker running deep outs or, or like deep slants. You got Myers coming over the middle and, you know, Kendrick Bourne doing God knows what, who knows if he's even going to be on the team, but like, it just, it, it's, it's crazy to me that people are seeing these games from Matt or this game from Mac Jones and kind of giving up on it's, it's weird. I don't get it. Like Mac Jones is still playing well. He's just making mistakes, but this is also his second year. Like give it a little time, you know? And, and like we keep saying, it's a new offense. So that's probably where the, where the, the hesitation comes in or the quick decisions, you know, cause he probably yes. sees something flash and he's like, okay, I got to throw it because maybe I'm not as comfortable with not throwing here and looking at my third or fourth option. So I, it, it is what it is, but I think that we are both man enough to say that this was a very rough game, but it is great that the Patriots won this game because when Mac has these bad games, you need someone else to step up or you need another team. You need something else to step or, or honestly, you just need certain plays to be made. And that's what they did. And I think that's the sign of a really good team. When your quarterback, when your defense, when your secondary, when your offensive line, when something's not playing well, another part of the team steps up and, you know, helps you win the game. And that's what they did. So that that's why this was a great team win. So people trying to, you know, poo poo this win or, you know, it's Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, no shit. It's Mitchell Trubisky. If they were playing Aaron Rodgers, they probably don't win the game, but they weren't playing yeah. Aaron Rodgers. So yep. you can only they play. Did what across they the needed to, to win the game at the moment. Exactly. So, so yeah, uh, the Mac point, did you have anything else on Mac? No, not per se. No, it was just just a just a rough game. Underwhelming. You know, expect, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, great. That's all it was because he's still 250 yards is fine. Um, yep. you know, a touchdown, a pick. I mean, the pick was horrible, but like, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna crucify the touchdown for... was a little lucky, but like it wasn't bad, it wasn't a bad throw. It was a good throw. Yeah, it, it was bad, one of those throws. Play. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just, and I and I think uh Aguilar said it too. He was like, That's what we want, you know, like the 50-50 balls. I think it's a it's if you feel comfortable with the matchup when you had Aguilar going against like the third corner or something like that, yeah. throw it up to him. Why not? Like yep. just do it. I'm fine. Even shit like if, that could happen. 
if that play didn't happen or if Aguilar didn't make that catch, I'm still not necessarily shitting on the decision as much. I'm pissed because I'm like, I wanted the first. I think that was on a third down too. So yes. it's just like, I, you know, but 50-50 balls, I yeah. feel like you need to win those. The only way to win them is to throw them up there. So I'm happy you got it. Down. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, like I want the touchdown, but I also want you to play it safe and get the first. When I it's saw like, him chuck it up there, I was like, like that. I was like, wait, so this he's either wide open or this is going to end poorly. And neither <laughs> thing happened. He was not wide yeah. open and it did not end poorly. No. I honestly thought it was Devontae Parker. When I saw the 15 on the back, when he yes. was like skipping in the end zone, I was like, you got to be shitting me. Yeah. Nelson Parker too. I just, I just saw the one and then I was like, oh shit. And then I, know, I proceeded I know. to, I threw on some Nelly, some country grammar bumping through my house. Texted like, me immediately. Down, Nelly, down, welcome mate. to Nellyville. Yeah. Oh, I was jazzed up. Absolutely jazzed up. Which let's, uh, let's talk about our, our segment here, our new segment to the show, the game breaker segment. Yes. This obviously I figure goes without saying, for each episode now, we will be picking a game breaker player, somebody we talk about the show before, or somebody that kind of needs to step up for this team. Devontae Parker, hopefully, will get be a game breaker next week God. for one of us. But hopefully. this week, mine is obviously Nellyville. Last week, I, I every week I sing his praises. Last week, after his perfect performance in week one, I'm expecting eh, almost perfect. He fumbled. He came in this game. Six catches, a buck 10, 18 yards per catch average, and that crisp tutty. That's that's my number one receiver. He had a buck 10? Oh, yeah, he did. Because, I mean, what do you expect? He's the perfect receiver. He's fast, great hands most of the time, you know, focused. I didn't know. I didn't know that he had um, that he Buck had a 10, for some reason. I thought it was Jacoby okay. Myers almost had a hundred. That's who I but thought. Oh, it oh yeah, he had it doesn't show at all. Yeah, it doesn't show why. at all because he all of his were like five. He does the yards. dirty work that you need. That's does. what he does. He third down. Catches, who do you go to? He had nine catches. Holy shit. I know. I have him in fantasy. This is what you like. Damn. He, uh, it was just I. I was very He'll trade for this dude in fantasy. He's big balling. I was I was very happy with um with with Jalen Mills and honestly all of them. So okay, that's that's your game breaker though, Nelly. I mean, I feel yeah. like probably could have uh could have guessed that one though. Yeah, I think I figured it was blatantly obvious. So I figured we get it out of the way now. My runner-up though was Mac Wilson. Like, dude was flying all over the field. Even the plays he didn't make, he was impactful. They swung it out to Najee Harris in the left flat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mac Wilson, first one there, doesn't make the tackle, but he slows down Najee Harris, who instead of getting a 20-plus yard gain, only ended up getting like another five yards after that. He still That's got quick. the first down, but it could have been a bigger play. And he tipped the ball, which ended up getting picked by um, – Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills. Dude's flying all over the place. Big bad number 30 in the middle of the defense. A low-key great signing. Love him. So that was that was gonna be Mac Wilson was gonna be my game breaker, but I do have another one. Um, kind of a kind of kind of a a feel-good one. Didn't make that many plays, but when he came in, he did it. I'm going Jabril Peppers. I thought that him coming in. Him, him taking over, I believe yeah. it was for when Duggar went out, if I remember correctly. Yep. They had to put in Jabril Peppers. He came in, I think, immediately. Well, him and Phillips, that was scary. Can you imagine? 
having Bob, to go yeah. against him that too easily of like the hardest hitting safeties yeah. in the league. I, it was crazy. Ball hawk. I'm like, oh God, that's a deadly safety duo. So I, I think it, it might have been the first play he came in. Maybe it was the second one. It was something where I think it was like a, a pass to the running back or maybe a screen to a receiver yeah, or to something Jaylen like that. Warren. Peppers sniffed it out immediately and didn't just <laughs> tackle him. He like yeah. he like made like stuck him, made sure that yeah. he wasn't moving. And then I think it was like three plays later, the same type of thing happened. And I was like, oh fuck yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. I complete. First of all, I forgot he was on the team. Not yep. any fault of his yeah, own. Just, he, he, did, he didn't you know. do anything in week one. I don't even know if he played. Two, I don't think, I, like, it might just be maybe the colors look different on him. He is built like a, like a, I, I don't even want to say a brick wall because that would be doing a disservice to Jabril Peppers. Yeah. He, it, it is crazy. So I, he, he is my game breaker. And I think for me, this is going to be probably the first and only time because now we'll kind of pick who we're going from here on out. Definitely a surprise one. If you told me to list my 10 game breakers, who I think they might be, I would not have said your Bill Peppers. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect it. He's not who I was expecting you to pick, but who I you think it eat, sleep, breathe and shit to Peppers. I was thinking you were going to go with, cause you talked about him. You demanded a better performance. Christian Barmore came in with, a I sack. almost did. He came, I, I had it written down. Yep, yep. Yeah. Barmore showed up. Barmore, Judon showed up too. Yep. Judon out there playing, playing corner. Madman. Blocking, Madman. Uh, yep. you know, deflecting passes to Harris. Um, yeah, the yeah. whole, the whole defense, I think this is going to be to no surprise of us or to anybody who's paid attention. This is going to be a very good defense. It very is. Good I defense. mean, it's a, like a staple every year. Last year, our defense was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Should expect nothing less this year. The point you brought up about Judon. The fact that he's out in pass coverage at all shows how complex this defense is where the quarterbacks like all last week, all the film they watched last week, he didn't drop back for a pass once. So they're like, all right, it's automatic. He's going to be rushing every time they look at him on the line. He drops back into the passing lane. They're, they're immediately confused. They have two to three seconds to get rid of the ball. And they're already confused off the bat. It's money. Yeah, I mean, you can see it. The defense, other than that, um, other than the um, the the one scoring drive there, um, like the the, the Patriots only yeah. gave up. I mean, they they're giving up 13, 14 points in back to back games. The defenses, because you have obviously yet last week the Miami scored on the the strip sack or whatever. But you know, yeah. if you're a defense, you're going to give up 13, 14, 17 points at most a game. Those should all be winnable games. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we're gonna see. We're gonna really see where they league, are. Yes. It, 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 it's. I think right now Mac is nine and zero when the Patriots win the turnover battle. Oh, so really? yeah, I mean, it's either eight and zero or nine zero. I believe any, it's any suitable quarterback. Like unless you have Mitch Trubisky as your fucking quarterback, if you win the turnover battle, you should win automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to cut out stupid plays like that. That we get the pick and then we give it back to him with the pick. But even then, we still, you know, we were out there. The sacks, they were coming. The dogs let the dogs lose on them. They were coming in. And speaking of sacks, you know, kind of uh, quickly switching to to the offense before we go back over it. We'll kind of go back and forth. It doesn't really yeah, matter. But um, for, for a front, and I know they had TJ Watt last week for a fair amount of the game. For a front that literally lived in Joe Burrow's lap, 
for was it them. Nine sacks or something ridiculous. Nah, yeah, it was something crazy like that. They hardly ever got to Mac. And yeah, sure, they pressured them and everything yeah. like that. And, you know, you can't, I mean, pressures are still pressures. They're still good. But this offensive line is doing great. And other than David Andrews, who I think is the best offensive lineman there, mm-hmm. Cole Strange, number one pick. Yeah. is killing i sent you like i think it was like a 40 second video or something yep. where he is blocking I probably cam. watched it for about 40 minutes too cam hey you probably had to take a cold shower after too cam yeah. hayward <laughs> who is no slouch cam hayward nope. is cam hayward oh, that should be a household three. name if you're a football yeah. fan he had him in in the vice grips there was a play where it was strange it was like a five yard run or something Cole Strange is blocking and blocking and block. He's like going on with the block to the point where Hayward gets upset and like kind of throws him down. I love that yeah. shit. Like oh, get yeah. under their skin. There was one play where Strange is blocking someone to the left. They had a stunt coming around on the right. He shed right off him, got into him. Like that Perfect. shit. That's the Technique. shit that I'm sure Belichick looks at and he's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I made the right choice. I oh, made the right choice. Gerard Mayo is foaming at the mouth oh, watching yeah. that in film room. He's like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. I think like this, this pick may prove to be very, very good. If this offensive line gels together, you know, I mean, Trent Brown, other than, I mean, let's be honest. If you watch the game, Trent Brown got called for one false start. He was moving early on like half of the snaps, (laughs) which like there were sometimes I see it and I'm like, I called one late in game. I was like, Oh my God, false start. No. And they just didn't call it. They didn't call it. And they didn't call it. Cool. I was like, so we're just not okay. I mean, that's fine if we're just not going to call him. But yeah, he and those Tom Brady was, calls still. He was he was great. He was moving a lot better. I know there was like some talk about um about like him because uh, against Miami on some of the screens or the run plays, it was kind of taking him a while to get out to the left and everything. He was moving fine. He was blocking people left and right. Um, David Andrews doing well. Uh, Mike Unwenu played very well. Um, And then, you know, Isaiah Wynn had his, you know, struggles here and there, but this offensive line I like, and I think Cole Strange is kind of proving that he was worth that first round pick. Um, But going, going back to the defense though, I just, I, I want to see either Marcus Jones or Jack Jones. I think they might be one of my two game breakers. I I might end up going crazy and picking a rookie corner against the Ravens. We'll see. But I want to see them. I want to see them make some plays. That's all. That's all it really comes down to. And oh, holy shit, how did we go so long without talking about New England's sweetheart last year? But he should be fired. Not even the sun. The sun would be too nice. You need to fire him into what a black hole. Miles Bryant, That's sir. Tough. If if That's you are catching punts and someone punts the ball to you, and you have to turn and run after it like you're a receiver and try to catch it over your head, over your shoulders, you probably shouldn't fucking field the punt yep. because that could have blown up Wave it off. everybody's face. Don't even yeah. go. They always say, like, like, line up at the 10 or whatever, and if you have to backpedal, don't do it. I don't know yeah. what Miles Bryant was doing. I guess somehow he was the highest-rated um, corner on the Patriots that game, which – 
looking back at it and kind of like, you know, watching like some clips that people were posting and stuff, he played well. He only gave up three catches for 15 yards. I guess that's what but they, they also weren't him. looking to him either. Mr. Trubisky's a quick, he really only throws out routes and he's not somebody who's going to progress yeah. through reads. Like you said earlier, if this was Aaron Rodgers, he would have toasted Miles Bryant. Like, oh, yes, yeah. only yeah. giving up three is great, but I like some context here. Numbers don't tell the whole story. They tell part nope. of the story. Mitch Trubisky is not going to get to a third read 80% of the time. No, no, I don't even think he knows that he has a third read, to be honest. And that's no, no, no. that's no fault. He seems like a cool guy. He looks like a cool guy. He's probably a better quarterback than me. I wouldn't guarantee, but, but he might be. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, it just, Miles Bryant, though, I do want to give him a slight, a little bit of props just because he was covering Claypool, who's like a good yes. five inches Beast. taller than him. Yeah. So, and I mean, shredded. if. If Claypool, you got to think Claypool is going to be the number two option, probably. So if he was burning Miles Bryant, you have to think that Mitch is at least competent enough to go there. I guess he wasn't. So, you know, Miles Bryant props to you, just a little prop, just like one prop yeah, no, to you. For definitely that. more power to you. Like, But other than that, I literally wrote down, send him to the sun. I wrote it like three times in caps in my notes. So I, yeah, I'm I, with I, you. I don't, it's, it's very, I don't want this. It's yeah. a shame, and I don't want to jump down his throat just yet, so I'm going to hold off my criticism on Miles Bryant because he made s- not so many, but he made a few crucial plays. The one that always pops into my mind last year was the Bills play. I, yeah. I hold a lot of weight in previous years' plays, even if you're not that guy anymore. Like I still have high admiration for Dante Hightower, who had that goal line stand in the Super Bowl, and that was fun. Oh, yeah, He'll, I'll ago. always think of him as that guy. Yeah, always. and I'm like – he can still do that, but like that might be my own bias talking, and I'll admit it. So I'm going to hold off on my Miles Bryant criticism right now. Related, though, somebody we did send into the sun, and I'm sure the Steelers want to do that same thing now. Gunner fucking Oshevsky muffin the punch. Once so a Patriot, funny. always a Patriot. <laughs> yeah, he's totally playing for the other team. We let uh. him walk. We're like, hey, we play the Steelers in week two. Go sign there. It'll probably be close. Mm-hmm. Just just do something for us. We brought back Hoyer. We brought back Bolden. Hell, we might bring back Collins. We've already done that a couple of times. Help us out. You got a contract with us after that year. He's like, all right. So, and that le- led to the Damian Harris touchdown. That was integral to the game. I'm like, that did. yes. I mean, that karma that is was... beautiful. On that play, and before, did you – the, uh, they were talking to, I forget what coach, who it was from the Patriots, but they were talking about like fake punts and stuff like that. Because if you watch that play, what's his name? Schooler, the Patriots uh, gunner yeah, who 41. actually ended up getting it. There was nobody on him at all. Yeah. If Jake Bailey would have just picked up the punt and threw it to him, he would have ran for yeah. 40 yards. So they I don't asked know if Jake after. Bailey can throw, but I guess he can. Okay. I guess, really? he can. Okay. I guess he has an arm. That's what they said, that he could have oh, done shit. it. But I think they didn't. I guess the last fake punt the pass ran was in 2017. So um, I, I guess like the play just wasn't. Yeah, I think it just wasn't called because I feel like in that in that thing, it's like, listen, if you're going to run a fake punt, why not just put the offense out there and just like, yeah, actually, or you know, do it do in it. like a high stakes moment, like play against the Ravens. I yeah, week two. It. Yeah, week two against yeah. the Steelers where like that. I mean, not that the Steelers are. I mean, they're not a great team, but like, you don't, yeah, they're not good. don't pull that out. Like, you know, don't waste that shot. Like, but like you said, wait in a game, you know, maybe against the Ravens or later in the season, the playoffs yeah. or something. But um, yeah, that was crazy. Seeing that 
I love just the bop Garbo right off football. Him. It's just like yes. Oh my god! Because I think former, they asked Gunner former too. Patriots players always muff punts against us. Wes Welker. Who, who was it? Who was the um the corner? Who he was on the Ravens? He muffed the punt. Um, my, it was fuck. Was it former um, Patriot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former Patriot. Former Patriot. I'm what, gonna, what year was this? I am gonna look it up right now. It was like a couple of years ago. Uh, was that? It was the Patriots Ravens muffed punt. Let me just see. It was uh, no, 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 no. Cyrus Jones. Cyrus yeah. Jones. <laughs> I think he did it like twice in the game. It was crazy. So he yeah. So it, it does happen though, where you do have these expatriates who I don't know yep. if like they get in their own head. They asked Gunnar earlier <laughs> in the week before the game. They asked him how it was. He was like, "Oh, you know, it's just like when you when you see an ex or some quote like this, where he was like, you know, when you see an ex girlfriend or something, you want to show them that you know you're doing better. You want to rub it in their face. Well, I I think the ball hit you right in the face. So maybe instead yeah. of you know trying right. to you know prove us wrong or whatever, like and then I think he caught like a slant for twelve yards and he got all pumped about no, it. Was it was like and, twenty, but yeah. It- Friggin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little still bit not great. Doesn't matter because you know it didn't outweigh his yeah. ex pulled up in a Lamborghini and he was you know he was in a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Yeah, he he pulled up in like a Jeep and got out in like all the knockoff clothing, like all like yeah, the way like the yeah, emblems yeah. are hanging out, like you know the Adidas Gucci. with four stripes, like yeah. Nike logo <laughs> that's backwards, like those yeah. things, backwards um, and upside down. Yeah, that that was great. And, but those are the plays though. So. Going back to Mac having not a great game. Those are the plays that you need to make and capitalize on where, you know, you, you, you need to do that in order to win games, you know? Yeah. So I was, I was, I was happy about it. You know, it, it, it was a turnover that led to a score. Um, Damian Harris, by the way, I love Damian Harris. Um, I, I love Ramondre Stevenson, but just that they, they both are so good. And Damian Harris, at the end of the game, the Patriots got the ball with six minutes and 33 seconds left. They did not give the ball back. So crazy. I don't know if or how powerful Bill Belichick's erections are, but if he did get one, it was probably the biggest of the year so far for that. Cause you know, he loves that shit where he just, yeah. it, you're Jack basically stock type erection, imposing, <laughs> imposing your will on the other team. You know, you know, the other team knows that you need to run it. You know that you need to run it. And they ran behind Cole Strange and Trent Brown for the majority of the time. And I think John New Smith even had a couple cutback blocks and they are not cutback blocks, but different, um, you know, chip blocks and shit like that. Yeah. And the Patriots ran out the clock. I can't tell you, it, you know, I don't need to tell you how, how crucial, how vital, how important, how useful that is as the season goes on to know that you can get the ball with like five minutes left and be like, I could probably run the clock out like, if we need to. Bill's just like looking at his watch. He's like, cool. Game's over. Everyone's you know, like, like uh, th- what? <laughs> that's one of those things. Okay. So for instance, when you're playing the Ravens, a team like the Ravens, you don't want to give Lamar Jackson a lot of shots, you know, late in the game. Cause you know, the defense is tired. He'll run around dudes fast as lightning. So what yep. do you do? Just like the old defense on Tom Brady. How do you beat him? You don't, you don't let him get the ball. Yes. So the Patriots get the ball next week with nine minutes left or something run five minutes, four minutes off the clock. No more than four minutes, five or six minutes off or vice versa. If you get the ball with six minutes left, run, 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 run. You should be able to run the ball on pretty much anybody 
And if you can do that, that's going to shorten the game. That's going to win you more games. So yeah, I had to bring attention to that. That was awesome. Um, I'm sitting there. We mentioned that too last week where it was, we couldn't do that against the dolphins. Like that strip sack touchdown that the dolphins got completely put the running game out of the option. And we're like, fuck, like, obviously we're going to lose. We're a run first team, second year quarterback. The whole offense is based around the run. Yep. Yep. And, and I mean, when you have someone like Damian Harris and an offensive line that loves to run block, why not just do that more? And I think we're starting to see that a little bit more with this Matt Patricia offense. You're seeing more. Um, first of all, you're seeing more RPOs, even though they're, they don't look like your typical ones. I saw, I think five or six breakdowns that people were that, like, you know, the reporters, whoever were doing the Patriots were running more RPOs, but Mac would just pull it out. He threw one screen to, um, to Myers. He threw another one to, to, I think it was Aguilar or something like that, but they're, they're doing a little bit more. So this new offense in Belichick said after the game, he was like, we're realizing what we, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we're scrapping from the playbook because we know that we don't do it well. So yeah. I think that's what this new, that's why I keep saying, wait until week four, week five. Exactly. Once and that's why we, I don't want to criticize Mac too much right now. I'm like, I get it. They're exactly. shit out. Yeah. But it's, it's just one of those things where I think eventually this offense is going to have like sprinkles of your, it, this offense is going to turn into a vanilla soft serve with rainbow sprinkles. You're going to have your normal offense, your solid, it, it, it's vanilla ice cream. Everybody likes vanilla soft serve. It's never going to knock your socks off, but it's, yeah. it's good. It gets the job done most of the time, but you toss some rainbow sprinkles on there. Then it's like, Oh shit. Like I got, I got a bunch on that lick. Let's take this. Like, you know, little unsurprised, the ones that kind of burrow in the soft serve and you get them as you're eating it. I think that's what this offense is going to be. So, you know, you get more RPOs. Um, I'm alarmed that we haven't seen any jet sweeps yet. Um, yeah, friggin', we haven't got seen much like from the man who would be doing jet sweeps. But. Yeah, I, I think I think actually we did see one with Jacoby Myers, but that wasn't that doesn't count to me. A, yeah, a real jet yeah. sweep is when Kendrick Bourne comes across the field, yeah. who I think had four catches or three catches, I think, or something like that. Maybe he had three, but one was called back because of a holding, I believe. Yeah, I think there was so. one called back actually. As for this offense, though, like I envision a perfectly well-oiled, like final product of this offense is very like a power run scheme where they have Mac in the passing game throwing quick outs mm-hmm. um, when Tyquan Thornton comes back and hopefully he improves chemistry with Devonte Parker it'll be death by a thousand cuts a lot of short passes and then sprinkles of deep shots to Thornton and Parker off play action down in the goal or a lot of running in between those down in the goal yep. line classic Tom Brady play call hard play action no wide receivers on the field hard play action tight end over the middle just quick fake handoff quickly sling it over the middle we didn't see much of Hunter Henry saw absolutely nothing of Johnny Smith last week once again no, like waiting for no, those which is yeah disappointing but i think this is all building to a grand integral offense which will hopefully include both of those because this offense that i envision is perfect for all these personnel obviously taekwon's not playing we're not using john U as much friggin kendrick Bourne isn't playing even when he's playing it's friggin ridiculous so the offense not not everything has met the potential that at least i've built up in my mind yours too and definitely not of the coaching staff i'm sure they want to be putting up 28 36 points a game realistically not probably going to happen 
But at some point late in the season, I'd like to think when everyone's together, everyone's carved out a role, everyone's used to the offense, we can get this finely tuned, balanced pass and run attack with Mac. And they're just like, don't throw picks. If you go in there and don't throw picks, don't fumble, don't turn it over, game manage, will win. Yeah, I, th- that's kind of what I'm thinking too, because because how I see it, it is going to be a a run, I guess you could call it a run first power run offense, but there's going to be a lot of play action. I think the elements in that kind of sounds familiar to the Oh one, Oh two, Oh three offense, doesn't it? But I think the, the little bits that this offense will have that offense way back then didn't have, you'll have more of your kind of, uh, like your your jet sweep type plays where your motion yeah. handoffs those things also a huge aspect which this is where Parker comes into play um, that they haven't had the last couple of years especially you're going to have that deep threat that can go up and get the 50-50 balls yes. so if if for some reason you see Parker Nelly, in one on one Nelson Aguilar too so I guess he's yeah. he's one of those guys so if you ha- if you see him one on one with the second or third corner say it's, you know, second and eight, third and eight or whatever, Mac's going to want, he'll feel comfortable to throw it up to one of them, yeah. you know? And, and what you also have too, Jacoby Myers, my only notes for Jacoby Myers, I wrote, I fucking love Jacoby Myers. He's reliable. That guy He's so reliable. Is just, he is your secure. It, it's going to get yeah. to the point where they're going to have safeties or linebackers or something popping out to kind of shade his way or on third yeah. downs or things like that. Because they're, they're going to be like, what, up. are we just going to give up six yards to this dude every down? Exactly. And he's like he's like an old pickup truck that just won't die. Like, it just keeps getting you to work and back. And that's all you need. He just, you go, and, and they were showing a lot of these plays. And I want to give Matt Patricia props, too. They were showing a lot of plays where Mac either got kind of rushed out of the pocket or, you know, he did hit someone who was open or anything. They, they run this route where there it's a very simple route, but there's always someone open. It seems like where they had Jacoby Myers do like kind of a shallow cross. And then they had Devonte Parker do a deep cross or Nelson Aguilar do a deep one. And they had someone on the side of the field. Same no, side same side, field. same side. Okay. So they would run that a lot. And they did have ones where they were going cross field with each other. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of the plays where, where he hit Jacoby Myers on third down or anytime he threw the yeah. ball, Jacoby Myers, it was on those slants that were going the same way. So I feel like we're starting to see this offense mold into what it's going to be. And once you get like, God, for the love of God, get Johnu Smith involved. I don't, I know it's that so every annoying. week, every week is a week, different week game one, plan. We were jazzed up that he got six targets. One catch. Three. Or, or, no, he no. got three, three catches, six targets. It, but he had that one where he caught it and ran like 12 yards. Yes. That was awesome. Yes. And that awesome. was big time. And then in this one, I think it was three targets, no catches. And you're like, dog, come on. Come on. And then, you know, Hunter Henry wasn't in. Like, I know you can't have everybody. I don't even think Hunter Henry played in this. You can't have everyone on the field at the same time. Like, you can't always get everybody there passes at the same time and i get it that's the frustrating part of being a, not just a football fan but especially a patriots fan because that's kind of how the offense goes mac even said after the game he was like you know those two guys talking about smith and henry he was like you know that i know you know some weeks i tell them you know this this might be a, a, a too tight end week sometimes it isn't you know those guys i know when they're ready they'll be good to go he said the same thing about kendrick Bourne. so I think everybody's kind of playing the same tune right now. It's just the growing pains that you always see with these Patriots offenses. The defense almost always comes out ready to go. Almost yeah. always. There might be one oh. or two things that get tweaked or different 
things, but it's almost always the offense that takes four or five weeks to get going. And we're starting to see them week by week get a little better. It's only been two weeks, but I don't know. I'm, I, I like what I see. I just want to see it all together. Cause like you said, this offense, the potential in, I think Nelson Aguilar, I think was the one that said it uh, where they aren't even close to playing to their potential. No. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I can't wait. I think as the competition gets better, you're going to see them forced into playing better. Cause when you're playing, when you're playing a shitty team or a team that doesn't necessarily still a tough game, but not one that's going to really push you. Like it's one of those things where you can kind of relax a little. And I know no one's going to say that they do, but you got to think, you know, you get up more for a Ravens game. You it's, get it's up human more nature. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think we'll see, you know, this week. And like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit before, um, you know, before we're done, but. Yeah, I got I got nothing Quick else question. on the offense. Quick aside, did you have you ever seen the show Entourage? No, that's the one show I haven't seen. No, why? Say it though, because I'm sure um, I'm sure I know people have seen it. Yeah. Um, so Ari Gold, like the big, the mm-hmm. famous character from that, the huge dickhead agent. Yep. Um, his wife thinks he's super depressed because he didn't want to go to a Lakers game, and she's like, "It's because your old client was there, and I know you don't want to see him." Blah, blah blah. And she's talking about how depressed he is and how he's avoiding things that he used to love because these people are here and he like wouldn't tell her what's wrong wouldn't tell her what's wrong he finally snaps he goes all right i didn't want to go to the fucking lakers game because they're playing the goddamn bobcats and he like flips <laughs> out about how bad the bobcats are he's like i don't give a fuck about going to the game they're playing a shit team and then it was like that was the thing the whole time and it's just like human nature like you don't think the patriots players are like all right we're playing the jets this week let's just go in there you know do the bare win. minimum win by yep. 50 yeah. It's not hurt ourselves. Let's just win the game. And I think that's exactly. a little bit of maybe what, and I know not, it's not like they weren't calling or weren't trying certain things or whatever, but I just, I think that it's just, these are the games where you can kind of build. And if things don't work, like you have slight chances to deal with them and go into something that does work. So yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm still pumped. I'm just happy that we got the first win. I'm happy that it was uh, in Robert Kraft's 500th game as the owner of the Patriots. That was oh, awesome. Shit. I didn't know that um, either. Yeah, yeah. It, it was against the Steelers too, which is awesome. I mean, it's the Steelers, so it's a longtime rival. Very, yeah. very feel good win. Um, I I think that's that's kind of all I had on the game. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? I mean, I had Christian Barmore, but you brought him up. He had the sack. He stepped up. Yeah. He did. He he did what I asked him to do. That's all I ask. That's true. He he must, he must be a listener. Then he was like, "All right, Mike says I sucked. I got to step Imagine. up." He went Imagine. Imagine literally Barmore. when he got that sack. I was like, "All right, sweet." Mike's prayers have been answered. I was pumped. I, I was yeah. pumped. Oh, of course. I thought it would be silly. But yeah, yep. no, that basically covered all my notes. Uh, where the fuck are our tight ends? Mac looks sus. Gunner fucked yep. it up. Jabriel Peppers killed a man on live TV. Yes, he did. Game yep. breaker. That's yeah. what that is. Because that's Bad the hit man. that I feel like the all the deep, like, you know, whenever whenever a guy gets popped, they're like, you know, you're a guy that you're like, holy shit. Like, like he's dead. Like, let's fucking go. Like, and I think that that was one of those, that was one of those hits. So I was pumped. Great win. Um, I would like to see well, actually, so, so we'll kind of we'll we'll do, you know, who we think game breaker is going to be next week as we talk. So next yeah. week, huge, huge, huge game. Yes. Home opener against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, we're coming off a devastating loss. We're coming off a loss, which I think I'd almost be less worried if they were coming off a win. 
kind of oh, like the Steelers were. Be less worried so, so yeah, the Ravens right now they are big. I, I, it was the biggest fourth quarter collapse of the Ravens, like of their organization's yeah. history. So I, I like you know they're going to want to come out. Harbaugh is going to want to you know really stick it to the Patriots and all and that. He hates the Patriots. He hates the Patriots. But the thing is, though, he can hate the Patriots. He doesn't have the same defense that he's had before. He doesn't have Definitely the not. same. He doesn't have that power running game. I mean, Lamar Jackson. Crazy. Marcus Peters kind of blows now. Marcus Peters to me is like the I'm trying to actually, no, I think Marcus Peters is who I would compare Marcus Peters to. He's <laughs> that guy who he's a ball hawk. So when he, when all those things are going well for him or in, and he's guessing routes correctly and all that, he is a top two corner in but the yeah, league. And he's when he probably has not like number seven two. picks off gambling. You're like, Oh God. But the times where he does it, it reminds me of, I think it was like the last year Malcolm Butler was on the Patriots. Malcolm Butler, great corner. But his thing was he would really guess the route you're running, and that's how he would cover you, deflect the pass. He's not like the Darrell Revis type, where Revis was just so damn good. Yeah. Where no matter Revis where had you like went, three picks every year, and everyone's like, "Why doesn't he have more picks?" It's like they're not even looking at him. He didn't. He he could flip his hips. He could do whatever yeah. he needed to do. But Marcus he was Peters worried about deflections. Type. He didn't really care about picks. Oh yeah, he didn't. Give I'm a trying shit. to stop. He, yeah, I'm yeah. Trying to stop so, your drive. Marcus Peters, again, you can probably get him to bite on a couple pump fakes, things like that. Um, I have visions of Devontae Parker going over Marcus Peters and catching the ball. I would love that. Um, you know, Ravens offense, Lamar Jackson, obviously. Other than that, you got Rashad Bateman, but no one else that really, yeah, really scares only real you. Number one wide receiver. Uh, David Marcus Andrews. Robinson was a little suspect. David, even David Andrews, like, there's a huge lack of tight end talent in the league now. Like huge. Shannon Sharp yeah. and Tony Gonzalez are looking at this and they'd be like, I would be far and away the best tight end in the league right oh, now. They could, they could suit close. up right now. Yeah. And um, yeah. Mark, I mean, for, for Andrews, I'm assuming if Duggar is healthy, you put him in, even if not Adrian peppers. Phillips, you got peppers, you got Mac Wilson, who's quick enough and yep. big enough to cover him. So I'm not like, I, I don't, the only thing that scares me about this team is Lamar Jackson, because I think Rashad Bateman, you could probably put Jonathan Jones on him, give him a little help over the top. Cause Jonathan Jones is fast as fuck boy. Yeah. So you could put him there. I, like I, the only thing as always that worries you about this team is Lamar Jackson making plays, you know, a back breaking, you got him down third and 14 yeah. and you're like, here we go. We're going to get the ball back or down score. And he, he breaks off a 30 yard run. It's and just pa- the Patriots always kind of struggle against these running quarterbacks yep. like Lamar. Remember, he came in like three years ago and just decimated the fucking Patriots. Forced them. Yep. And then I think it was two years ago that we beat Lamar and he had a pretty shitty game. Actually, I remember that one. We had a pick on him. So like but then Cam Newton back in, you know, 2015 or something like that, you know, Super Cam doing what yep. he does, coming yep. in, dominated the whole game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Ice up son and yep. whatnot. Nah, I wouldn't say yep. that. A little bit of Ice up son. Oh my God. Remember that? Steve so Smith. Good. I I'll never Steve forget Smith. it. Oh my God. He's the best. He's also Love the him. scariest human being I've ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Up. No, I wouldn't. I I I would God, yeah, him God, see him and Talib. That that's like an all-time battle, those two. Because like, neither one of them I'd ever want to like face. I figure it'd be a time. Gilbert Arena situation where somebody would bring a gun to the locker room and be like, What's up? Yeah, yeah, be ice up, ice up this. Um <laughs> ice up that yeah, body so, bag, boy. So the Ravens, it's just the 
and it's much easier said than done. I was trying to think of how how the Patriots can win. Because, of course, going into this game, you're like, holy shit, I just have no idea how they're going to stop them. It, you gotta, you can't blitz them. Because I think off the blitz, I had the stats here earlier, but Lamar Jackson was like 12 of 16, something like that. 13 of 16, 12 of 16, two touchdowns and like 120 yards or something like that. Yeah. So you can't really blitz them. I feel like how you have to defend the Ravens is rush your three or four, but probably send four just to, you know, you can't have them sitting back there all day have some sort of spy back there and then just hopefully you can cover the guys. Like it's going to be one of those games where you it's tough. You can scheme this up all you want, but it is also going to come down to your guys doing their job. Like we haven't heard that before and, you know, covering people for three or four seconds and Lamar Jackson is going to run. He's, he's going to get some runs on you. It's that simple. There's no, you're not going to hold him. Um, he's the most prolific runner of the football since Mike Vick. Um, not, I, Cam Newton was much more fun to watch to me, but Lamar Jackson, since Mike Vick, there has been no one as electric as him. I'm with you. I, I'm very worried about this game. Yeah. I mean, the whole blitz thing, you're spot on. Like you can't blitz, you can't blitz the linebackers and up the middle blitz. Cause he'll do, he can beat anyone to the outside. So he will get anyone. outside before our defensive ends can even touch the tackles. He will be outside. Mm-hmm. If you blitz from the outside, then he can just leg it up the middle and try and beat some dude to one of the corners. So what the Eagles used to do with Michael Vick when he was on the Falcons, I remember uh, Jim Johnson, the uh, defensive coordinator died of cancer. Do was a stud. He would send four, every time and he would have Javon curse go after Vic and he would only rush three or four. And he would just be like, we have to get pressure. Everyone else is dropping back in a shallow coverage. If Vic runs anywhere outside, we got corners on the flats. Mm-hmm. We got linebackers just past the line of scrimmage. And that's all you can do. And you're like, we're going to give up 50. We're going to give up 50 to him, but we're not going to give up a hundred. We're not going to give up 75. So it's like one of those things where it's like damage yeah. control. It's there's going to be damage. The stove's on fire. Things are going to burn, but we can stop it from burning the house down. Yeah, like that's it. It seems God, it seems so easy, right? But it's it like, it, but then it's, Lamar it's can go tough. crazy. Like last game, he had five passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. You're like, oh my god, he, he's he's ridiculous. And again, that last game got wild in the fourth quarter. That was one of those you know crazy fourth quarters yeah, where, that's where like, what the, the hell's defense going couldn't on. do anything. Like neither defense was no, like neither like, defense well, I don't did. Even know the Ravens, here. the Ravens made Tua made people actually think Tua is a star. So I don't. It just like it don't like calm down. That was a crazy fourth quarter, but neither one of those teams are as good or as bad as they played in that yeah. fourth quarter. It's just it's almost like on offense if you can keep the pressure on them on offense. So by going down and always scoring a, a field goal or a touchdown, time of possession. Like I feel like this is going to be a big time of possession end it with a score game for the Patriots offense because if you can do that you're going to put pressure on the Ravens in general in their receivers. You're going to put pressure on Lamar Jackson. Who knows? He might go shit himself like he did last season. So I, I don't know. I, I want to pick the Patriots to win. I picked them to lose when we did the thing. So I have to stay with my, stay I with my too. thing. However, I did also pick them to beat the dolphins. They lost to the dolphins. So there is a game out there yep. that they, they owe you a up. win. So I was thinking, it was going to be the first game against the Bills because when they play the Bills, that's when they break out their red jerseys for the second time. Yep. I said on that pregame pod, on the pregame one that we did, anytime the Patriots wear those red jerseys, I'm going for them. So yep. I don't know, but I, th- you can win this game. You have 
a lot of momentum coming off this. It's going to be the home opener. The crowd is going to be going crazy. I, it, it's, it's just going to come down to, like you said, limiting the damage. It's like when teams would play Tom Brady, you're not going to shut him down. You're not yeah. going to, you just need to either force him into that one mistake. Cause the Mark Jackson makes mistakes. Let's be honest. He does. He'll have uh, some balls know. in there. Yeah. And the, the Ravens, by the way, uh, they're either the worst. I, no, I think they are the worst. The worst or the second worst um, at giving up the deep ball. So now this kind yeah, of that's factors not the into Patriots strength. That's not great. But that's what they're trying to do, though. You know what I mean? That's what they're trying to do with Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker. So is this the game where yeah, like Devontae Parker comes out? Constantly taking deep shots. I don't know. But, but also... The Patriots are the number two team in the league. They're either the number one or the number two. I forget which one it was, but at giving up the fewest deep passes. So what does Lamar Jackson do though? You always, he fucking chucks the ball 70 yards. I am, call me naive. I'm never worried about that against the Patriots defense. And I think it might just be the Devin McCourty effect. I always think that he's going to get back there and do something. So like if you can just force if you can, force Jackson into some sort of turnovers, some mistakes, fumbles at some point, a pick. It, to win the turnover battle, you win the game. That being said, I still have to stick with my thing. I don't think the Patriots are going to come out on top. I want them to prove me wrong. I yes. really do. I don't think they are. What? What's your overarching thought about this? Then we'll get in, then we'll we'll throw our game breakers out there and then we'll and then we'll dip out of here. I mean, like you said, I want it to be a win. The home opener is big for the momentum and whatnot. It, it makes me think the Patriots have more than a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ugh, Lamar's coming off such a hot performance. I don't think he matches it. So it's obviously not going to be, I think it's no. going to be a very low scoring affair. I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's truly it's a tough. toss up. Like it's uh even. If I was like a betting man, like setting the odds here, it would be even money for both teams. I truly have no idea which one I want to go with. Both of them great coaches. I want to give the edge to the Patriots, but Lamar Jackson is on a tear for a new contract. I think he's gonna oh, try and get that new bag. Contract yeah, he's on a contract year. So I think he's gonna try and get that bag. I gotta stick with my old prediction. <clears throat> Ravens are going to win like by three points at most. I like I I can't. This is the weird thing about picking picking a game that your team is playing in. It's so weird because you want them to win. I think the Patriots are going to win, but that's what my heart says. My head. This is going to be a very tough game, very tough game. So I don't yeah. know. I, I I don't. I can I I see the path to victory for the Patriots. I see it. Control the clock, score. You know, you can't have these empty drives. You know, you can't have these 70-yard drives that end in a turnover or a field goal or something. You got to yes. score touchdowns. And and you just have to force Lamar Jackson into mistakes or just limit the damage, you know? Tighten up when you get down there. For it, all the clichés, force field goals, don't give up touchdowns, 3 is better than 7. Yeah. All the normal course. stuff. I don't I don't think the deep ball is going to be a huge factor, though. I think that stat for the Ravens being, like, one of the worst deep ball teams is conflated by the last game where Tyreek Hill had, like, two 80-plus yard 
touchdowns and Jalen yeah. Waddle was killed. Yeah, and like you said, it doesn't necessarily play into like even though the Patriots do have you know that 50 50 ball they've tried it more the last couple of games i've seen like all last season so they're yes. trying to do that they're, but it's they're not trying there. really hard with Devonte parker it's not working it's, but they're trying yeah it and i speaking speaking of Devonte parker do you, hold on before you say on him do you know his stats for this season yeah one catch for nine yards right yeah on four targets Listen, we can only go up. Four targets. I like that. That I don't means know. can you only go up? I guess. You like, can't go down, Liam. What's he gonna do? <laughs> actually, no, you can't. He can get hurt. Jesus. Yeah. I forgot. There's always worse. There's always worse. I so with that that being said about Devontae Parker, and this is it might be more of a more of a wishful thing, but I'm also thinking just with my head. Devontae Parker is my game breaker for next week. Okay. He's my pick. And I think there's there's logic behind it. The Ravens secondary, a little banged up, not great. Marcus Peters, do you put Marcus Peters on, on, on uh, Parker, you know, strictly, or does he kind of float to Aguilar? Does he go to Jacoby Myers? You know, because yep. Jacoby Myers seems to be the guy. I feel there, there. They have Humphrey too. Wow. There has to be the opportunity for Devontae Parker here. There has to be. It is. It's something that clearly. The, the Patriots, or in Mac Jones specifically, knows that he has to get into. Devontae Parker knows that they got to fix that. They were so close on that comeback route to Devontae Parker before. It just seemed like Parker was looking for more of a, more of a fade. Mac kind of wanted him to come back a little bit. They were so close because yeah. the, the, the play was there. It was just they were off by like a foot, and it's like, yeah. ah, I think this is, this is the week Devontae Parker catches a touchdown. I think he has one just – I don't even know what, how many yards, what the pass would be. I think it's just going to be one of those passes where it's like, fuck yeah. Like it just, he, he, he catches yeah. a fuck yeah pass where like, it's like, finally, that's why we signed him. I'm not one saying those, he's going to jump up. Go, yeah. He, he, he's not going to Calvin Johnson it and go up between three Ravens defenders and catch the ball. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, but it's just going to be one of those plays where it's like, I don't know, third and 16 and Mac throws kind of a deep out to him or something. He jumps up high points. It catches it. And it's like, that's why you signed him. Fuck. Yeah. So Devonte Parker is my guy. I think I might be, I might be burning myself with this pick. Yeah, I might be going thinking. a little bit too much, but I think this, it, it has to happen. This is going to be my great. If, if it's not, I'm not going to pick him again. I'm going to try not to pick the same guy as much as I can. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm burning. My pick on Devontae Parker this week, uh, one o'clock Ravens game home opener. Th there is not a better game for Devontae Parker to have his first touchdown than in front of the home. They're going to go fucking nuts. Nuts. Oh, yeah. Imagine if it's a 45 yard bomb that he goes up in, like, kind of Stacks. basically almost, almost like the Aguilar play. But just, I'd love for it to be in the end zone, get up, get it, spike, crowd goes crazy, muskets firing. Ravens yep. lose, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Lose. That's how I feel, though. Devontae Parker is my game breaker, but I still am not as confident on the Patriots. Liam, who do you got? That's bold. Yeah, for me, like you said, I'm going to try and avoid picking the same people each week. Mine are going to be completely circumstantial week to week. Look at the last week. Look at the season. Make a prediction going forward. Mine's got to be Hunter Henry. Like, nothing in the last game. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's like the Ravens Patrick Queen's a great linebacker, but beyond that, they're going to, 
focus on their secondary that they got. They got not Deshaun Elliott. They have Earl, Earl Clark, I think, is their strong safety. But then they have Humphrey and Peters on the outside. So their secondary is good. But their linebacking core to stop Hunter Henry, it's not great. They gave up a touchdown to Mike Gusecki last week, who's, you know, middle-of-the-road tight end. I think Mac's going to look at his tight ends and be like, hey, you guys, both of you got no catches last week. I'm going to try and force feed this a little bit, push the matter. I'm convinced Hunter Henry has an impact and a touchdown this upcoming game. They got Justin Houston. Good, but he's not a he's not a coverage guy, though. I That's love, the no, thing. he's pass rush. He's pass yeah, rush. Yeah, so way. if you guys, like you said, Justin Patrick Houston. Queen, Holy good, shit, but every, he is so old. How yeah, old is Justin Houston? Oh, I don't fucking know. Justin 36. Yeah, but 36 is your guess. I'm going to guess 33. Justin Houston. He is, drum roll, uh, 33. Shit, look at that. Wow. That's old, though. That's old. That's old that as old. shit, though. So he, like, can you, I could, I could see that. I could see Hunter Henry having a big game. Uh, Cause like you said, Patrick Queen is good, but he, like, other than that, there's not really anybody else no. that scares you. Marcus Peters is good. You know, like it's you said, Marlon Humphrey. Game. They're going to work the play action. I'm smelling a Hunter Henry touchdown. I want to say Johnny Smith. I want to say this is the Johnny Smith game, but I'm trying to be, trying to be Save realistic. that one. Here. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't. I, I'm I'm one for one on solid game breakers. Like predicted Nelly, got Nelly. I could say Nelly for every game and cash in because he's the, you know, far and away the best receiver in the league. But like, I'll switch it up. Hunter Henry. This I week. could see. Kind of like it was it the Browns game where Hunter Henry caught like three touchdowns or something Two, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see they get in the red zone. You get like one of those wide open yeah. uh play actions like where it's like everybody sell. goes in and it's just one of those ones where like he like rainbows it because he doesn't even have yeah. to. He could literally like course, just do one no of these coverage. shovel pass. Yep. Yeah, I could I could I could see that. I could definitely see that. but I could also see play action you do a fade uh corner fade to Devonte parker he goes up catches it yep. over marlon humphrey spikes it in his fucking face and before we wrap up any hope for kendrick Bourne to settle into this offense here again so two catches i think he played more snaps this time and he still played he single digits but he i think it was he played like 26 like no 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 he played um was, was it i didn't think it was double Bourne digits snap snap count oh look it's already like uh, like, like you go type it into um yeah, you go type into google it like automatically the public wants to know what the hell like is going on. populates um so page is loading up so yeah i think uh, he has a total of where is it oh god why do they list everybody out like this oh he's at the bottom um 24 snaps 24 snaps he had yeah 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 last right, game damn. that was against let me just make sure i'm looking at the right thing september 19th 20 still yeah that was that was this weekend yeah um oh, yeah wow. he had still so he had 24 catches just to show uh our boy lil jordan who lil jordan by the way pleasantly surprised he's in there doing like blocking him. he's your third yep. tight end no issue I, he had even on his catch he had the 11 yard catch i think he could have you know cut it up and you know tried to make a move but he hell this is this is like his first game i'm like dude you caught it that's all catch i care it go about down. you didn't you didn't drop yep. it you didn't fumble that's sweet like good yeah. for him yeah no no catch it catch it and go down um jacoby myers 56 snaps i mean he is just balling god i jacoby myers might be my uh, cole strange Cole Strange and actually, no, the entire, I think this is the first time this happened this season. Well, okay. Only two games. The entire offensive line played the entire game. Um, Good. I like that. 
I like that yeah. very much. So you got Trent Brown, Cole Strange, David Andrews, Micah Wenu, and Isaiah Wynn. It's a solid starting line. So yeah, I think Kendrick Bourne, he's, Weird. he, it, I don't get it. And I, I'm not even necessarily saying that he needs to play because he, he played it. He had like, he, he was on the field 24 snaps, not a lot, but he still played. I mean, Nelson Aguilar had 33 snaps, so it's not a crazy no, that's number not a for him. Difference. But then I again, think, you look at Nelly, it's like, what was, what's that? Uh, nine more snaps, and he had yeah. six catches for a buck 10. And yeah. Kendrick Bourne had two for 16. So it's like, obviously, like a part of it's Mac. It's like maybe he's not looking his way, and like yeah. it's probably probably position in the offense. Like you know, Jacoby Myers is taking the linebackers so these guys can get you know free runs down the field and get yeah. open on the sidelines and whatnot and over the middle. I don't know, it, it, just not drawn up to get the ball to him. I guess. I think this game, since we're seeing his snap count increase, I feel like we'll see kind of what's happening now. If if it stays right around this amount low 20s in the snap count a, a few quite a few catches or something then i would say he might be on the bubble till when right around when taekwon thornton comes back kendrick Bourne might get traded or might get released or something yeah, like that um, which i would hate that just because i like him i don't think yeah. that him being gone i mean clearly judging by what's going on him being gone doesn't necessarily impact this offense especially no. and then when thornton, thornton come back, comes back and, like who's he's going to take up some snaps. You'd imagine. You would think that Thornton would play the same role as Bourne with the sweeps and stuff. Thornton's fast as yeah. shit. So yeah, you would he think is. he would play a similar route, but I don't, it's, it's weird. Cause I think coming into the year, we all or you and I definitely, we were expecting Kendrick Bourne to kind of, he was that guy where it's like, okay, you got Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, Devonte Parker, what's going to happen with Nelson Aguilar. But now it's yeah. kind of the opposite. You got yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see him uh, like integrated more. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what I need to see. Like, I don't know if it's just snap counts being up, if it's just more targets, because I don't want it to be forced to him. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I guess we'll see after the game, but I, I hope that he has more of an impact, but deep down, I don't, I don't know. I think this, I think we might be seeing the last few games of Kendrick Bourne's Patriots career, which is crazy to think about. Um, that would be brutal. But that'd be brutal. But I like, I think it'd be brutal in the fans' eyes. The actual on field performance, I don't think it would impact it. But yeah, for the fans, I think people would hate that because Kendrick Bourne is such a likable guy. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. We'll see though. After this game, I think we'll, we'll know what's going on with him though. So. I don't know. Yeah, we will. I don't know, but um, huge game Monday, one o'clock. Ravens home opener. Um, just if you're going to the game, be loud. If you're not, be loud in your living room. They hear it. I promise yeah. you, they do. They do. Um, I am spirit. going to. I'm going to be getting the the, the amount of actually no. I'm going to be drinking either way. I'm either going to be happy drunk or angry drunk, depending on how this happens. So <laughs> your poor wife. <laughs> we will see. I, I'm, I'm also watching it, but I, I believe the in-laws are coming over and, oh, Christ. and my father-in-law does like to get like, like a, a, aggressively insulting towards the team. So I'm going to like, I, it, it, it might get crazy. Like I might be like, just fucking, it's not their fault. It's the fucking, it's this. Oh my God. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. 
Um, hopefully, I don't make any woodhead jokes, but we'll see. I can't promise That'd anything. Be ideal. Yeah, um, I, I may just have to throw it in there to ease the tension. So, of course, yeah, yeah. tensions are likely going to be high whether we're winning or losing. Yeah, yeah. I, I envision this game. My final thought on this game: this is not going to be an enjoyable game, regardless if the Patriots win or lose. This is not going to be one of those fun games to watch. Yeah, it's going to no. be a lot of fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Right to the to the bitter end. It, whether it's a blowout, a close game, this is not going to be an enjoyable game for Patriots fans. Um, But that being said, uh, happy football uh, Sunday, big game. So for Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. Hopefully, hopefully when we check back in, the Patriots are two and one um, tied for a division lead. Maybe who knows? Actually, no, they won't be because the bills and the dolphins are playing, are playing each other this weekend. So battle of the powerhouse is there. So um, like I said, Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. Tuck rule takes. We are out. Go Patriots. Fuck Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. Sweet beat. Sweet beat.